here we go. Another episode of Cruiser with Bill. My name is Bill DeCruz. And today, I have a special guest from Mississauga, a fellow candidate who I met at Labor Day Parade, Mark Bruden from Ward 7, right, Mark? That's correct. Yeah. Hello, Phil. Hey, hey. hey. So introduce yourself, Mark, to all the people up there. Oh, okay. So this is this is always an interesting thing, right? Like, what do, what do mostly people talk about when they've got they're given free reign to introduce themselves, right? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it kind of actually tells you a lot about uh, what what people are, about what they think is important or uh, what they think is calculated to impress the other person to whom they're oh, yeah, yeah. themselves. Yeah. So, like, well, what do people mostly do? They, uh, they you know, they, to talk about their employment, right? They're, that's like their identity, the most important thing. You know, the first thing that they choose, they say, oh, I'm a, I'm a this uh, a carpenter or or what have you, right? Um, or uh, I guess because we're involved in uh, politics and activism, it's going to be a laundry list of like isms and like ists, yeah. right? Ism, like, ism and the issue rights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, oh, I'm a you know a narco syndicalist, uh, you know, <laughs> type of the thing. Uh, I'm yeah. talk about yourself though, who you are and where you're from and all that. How about start from there? Oh. Right, so I'm I'm in Mississauga. I've been here for uh, probably sixteen or seventeen years, and okay. uh, um, yeah, I, I I love it here. I mean, it's a, a, probably a pretty different experience from from living in Toronto, which I did for a little while. But uh, you know, uh, I guess you you could say you're a pretty urban area yourself, yep. Phil, or oh yeah, 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 pretty Toronto, Toronto boy. This is, I mean, we're starting to become a pretty big city in Mississauga, but it still feels very suburban. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got these uh, neighborhoods, it's a lot of fully detached homes and everything like that, right? Um, it's, it's nothing at all like uh, like Toronto and in, in just in terms of how built up it is and, and the general experience, right? Like, uh, I, I, I like it here. I like it in Mississauga very much. So there's a lot of parks and, uh, and so on like that, so. Cool. Um, yeah, it's not nearly as exciting uh, with all the political going ons in, uh, in Toronto. Yeah, you have your you have your part of politics too. I've been reading about some of the stuff going on there. You know. Oh, who? Uh, it was that guy, uh, some lady there. Uh, I wrote I wrote about her. Uh, uh, that's another subject whatsoever about you. Uh, but it was about uh, she's been harassed by somebody, and then she won an investigation. And uh, oh, you're talking about in City Hall, the one the one counselor. Yeah. That, uh, was harassed and then yeah. yeah and nobody took her seriously and then she finally got some results later like it went on for a while right yeah i think so and then but yeah another counselor was actually yeah and he's running again right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no kidding no, um yeah. well let's talk about yeah. you um where are you from are you from are you born in toronto no scarborough oh scarborough okay cool yeah but uh my my family moved uh up to thornhill which is it's just uh, an odd little area that is sandwiched between Markham and Vaughan yeah. and uh and I Toronto. Is you landscaping that area? I know you yeah. Thor Hill and all that. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I mean uh, I guess the yeah, well that that lifestyle with the fully detached home and and uh and all that 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 sort of seemed like it was affordable for my my parents' generation, you know what I mean? And um you know myself I would say I have I probably earn more money myself than both of my parents um, did uh, without any, neither of them had any post-secondary education or anything like that, right? But still, even with these, uh, like my dad worked in a, a factory and uh, my mom worked for a, 
uh, White Rose Nurseries. Uh, White so, Rose, I love miss, I miss that store. And uh, yeah, but pretty nice. Yeah, it's. I don't think there's anything quite like that anymore. Uh, no, 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 not like that. They have Michaels now, but you know, like you need a mortgage, they're shop there, right? Yeah, but they, yeah, but that doesn't have the whole plant thing going on. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Uh, why did uh why did they close down White Rose? Just business was bad, or just bad marketing, or what? I, I I can't recall, but that was quite some time ago. Probably at yeah. least at least twenty years. And, yeah, I know. Yeah, they were they were near uh where my family lived uh on Highway Seven. The sort of oh, cool. oh yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's where you used to go to all the time. White Rose right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right off the highway there. So uh, you're, are you a single guy, married guy, or what? Oh, you know, married and uh, I have a. I was lucky. We have a son. He's now uh, 15. He's my size now. 15? Wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. He keeps, he, we're size 12. Uh, <laughs> but you're pretty You're pretty tall, too, right? When I met you? Uh, yeah. I'm actually very average. Very yeah. average. I would say that's probably what is interesting about having me, you know, talk about myself is just really think that there's anything unique or especially qualifying about myself and in, in, in any particular respect i'm not uh I, I don't know i don't think i'm terribly self-important or uh you know <laughs> sort of shining example or leader of, of you know in some respect or anything like that I'm just you know a guy um <laughs> doing my best to uh, afford a, a decent lifestyle you know That's what good. i mean you take care of your son and your wife so we met at the liberty parade back then in uh september yeah, right yeah yeah, we yeah. Came, I, I remember. Remember, what, remember how you how we met after the parade? You came over. You started doing your impersonations. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, 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 we had we had some very excellent banners. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you're doing impersonations. I was doing the. I love I love the. I love, the, yeah. I love impersonations. Though. I, I used to love, you know, remember Rich Little? No, no. Well, he was a he was a great impersonator. He was oh, he's one of the uh, classics there. He did all kinds of voices. I used to when I was young. When I was young, do all kinds of voices. I used to imitate my sister in high school and get away with so much because I had the voice was really high back <laughs> You know? Now I, I just remember. Now I just do sound we, effects. <laughs> we had uh, great banners there. and uh, Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. They were all pretty pretty awesome, pretty pretty radical, right? And uh, so while we were there um, by the reviewing station, I saw my own union coming along. I know you're uh, talking about that. I was like, really? You know, kind of don't really want to be associated with this. You know, I I'm happy to be associated with it, but I I feel like my union leadership would have been frowned upon. Uh, sort of my proximity to these, you know, uh, thump, uh, dump thug forward signs and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the the big then they had the big big dummy, the big blown up dummy. Oh that yeah, that, that wasn't my that wasn't my local. It was. Uh, yeah, I saw that. So I, I wanted to kind of like just disappear into the background a little bit. <laughs> All the business reps uh, from my own union uh, came by. Uh, yeah, I think I remember uh, mocking just how uh, cartoonishly gangsterish that they can they can seem at times. Uh, <laughs> they take the contract because you know it's a good contract and. Uh, you never know. You don't want to go on the strike. Nobody likes to go on the strike, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what he talks like. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was good fun. Actually, uh, I think it was the first time I met uh, Alana. Uh, oh, she's cool. 
Yeah, she's really neat. I was, I was actually just uh, speaking with her. Uh, she's a military. She's a mil well, not saying military brat. She's ex military. Her father's military, ex military, retired. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's had uh, uh, some very interesting uh, jobs as a, as a policy analyst and working. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. She's very smart. Yeah, yeah very very uh, neat person. So. And she's really, and she's really, it's very. She'll defend you to the end. I know that. You know. Right. So, so how do you? Uh, well, did, have you always been interested in politics, like before? Uh, okay, but that's interesting. So, uh, I want to go see uh, ballet, and uh, so the National Ballet is doing this uh, uh, new avant-garde uh, performance of this uh, production. It's never been seen before, and it's based on uh, Margaret Atwood. What's it called? Balls in Space? Oh. Or? <laughs> Mad Adam. Mad oh, Adam. What is, it? is it a palindrome and it's, it's the same forward and reverse? I can't. Yeah, I think. <laughs> and and I've I've read read one of the books I think, and it was like in the early two thousands that it came out, and uh, it's it's really unique for a Margaret Atwood uh, book. Um, it's I'd like to describe it as cyberpunk, and uh, it is just complete with anti capitalist messaging or at least that's how that's how I read it I mean and it just uh it has this way of taking what was happening at the time and what is happening now and just exaggerating it to this uh absurd uh proportions to reveal just how uh sickening it actually is right like uh in the book they have headless chickens that they grow in laboratories now right you know uh and they're coming up with all these other uh uh, disgusting things just just to make new commodities and and they're using uh you know crazy gene splicing um technology in the book so there's yeah yeah so it, it it's a it really seems to be about just how eager we are to twist new technologies into things that are just marketable or you know saleable like something something new to make money off of and uh, I remember reading that I was in my early 20s and just being uh, captivated by that. So it's, it's interesting that, that that they turned this book into a ballet. So I'm not sure what they were thinking exactly or how they thought this, it was going to be. Did they have like ballet chickens in the state or what? They did. They did. They had this monstrous, monstrous genetic abomination capering around on stage with the, with the rest of the dancers. It's like, which which dancers do they say? Well, you got to put this costume on. And, uh, and but really, the whole thing was just like an assault on the on the senses. They were like, you know, right at the beginning there, they were projecting uh, images of Molotov cocktail throwing protesters over top of the, the ballet, right? Like on a scrim, uh, projecting it over top of the stage and everything. Um, and it, yeah, just between the music, which there was a lot of electronic uh, noises. It, it, you know, it, it was an assault on the senses. Like, and, and it, it was very, very interesting. But That's what got you into politics. Well, this book, yeah, this yeah, book. Cool. Wow. Uh, so when I was in high school, I got drawn in by this whole, uh, you know, um, the engine of the world idea, right? I think I read Ayn Rand when I was in uh, high school and I was like, uh, maybe at that time I thought that's, I was somehow going to be part of this elite. You know what I mean? That was going to like, 
I'm something special, you know, it's this uh, same, I don't know, um, illusion that I had that, you know, somehow I'm, I'm going to be different or I'm going to be a disruptor. I'm going to, I'm going to be uh, Elon <laughs> Musk or something like that when I, when I grow up. Right. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I thought that maybe reading that book sort of made me see, oh, this is, it's actually all a conceit and it's all, it's all a big illusion. Right. And, and now well into the future, I'm, uh, you know, now I'm, I'm just like an ordinary Joe that goes to work and is, you know, making paying bills and stuff like that. Right. Like, and, and I look back on that sort of naive idea that, you know, we're all special or something like that. It's, it's just, you know, bunk, um, you know, uh, yeah. Um, so, but I, I really thought that, that was, that was radicalizing. This is the first time I thought about, uh, this whole, um, capitalism, I would say, you know what I mean? As being just sort of this disgusting, uh, phenomena as, a, as opposed to being, you know, some bright hope for the future, you know, like, uh, I don't know that, that maybe we shouldn't be innovating all of these things. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and now, you know, uh, some, uh, 15 or 20 years after that, that book has been released. I mean, just about everything that she talked about, Margaret Atwood, I mean, in that, in that book has sort of come to pass, right? Like the normalization of, of, uh, pornography on the internet and, uh, um, kids watching, uh, beheading videos and, you know, guys streaming, uh, you know, mass murder on, on Twitch or like Facebook or that type of stuff. I mean, all those things that seem, Oh, in the book too, there's, there's a plague, you know, that, that causes the extinction of mankind. There's, there's a eco-fascist that, uh, his plan is to make humanity extinct. That's, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, now that we've lived through a plague, doesn't, that doesn't really seem, it, it, it happened, you know what I mean? And, um, they actually disguise this plague in uh, a pharmaceutical. Right. And, and there's echoes of that, uh, you know, these these vaccine conspiracies where, you know, there must be chips in the in the vaccine or that's what's actually making us ill instead of instead of the pandemic. Right. So, I, yeah, it's it's just it's kind of related. It seems related to the way I can't even think about it. pandemic and all the, all the conspiracies about the whole. Yeah. Well, that's how they, that's how they get them in the, in the, in the, in the book is that they come up with this little blue pill. Yeah. Uh, that, um, provides protection against HIV and is a contraceptive. And, uh, so it's like the ultimate party drug also. So they distribute this out. Of course, everybody, everybody takes it because, you know, everybody wants to just get down and party. Right. And you don't want to have any, uh, worries or responsibilities, but they've secreted the plague inside of these pills. And that's how they, they've distributed all over the world and ultimately caused the extinction of mankind. Hmm. Fascinating, isn't it? It's kind of like, sounds familiar, like what happened last year's, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah kind I mean, of weird, eh? And then, uh, theories I had. Life imitates art, I guess, in, in this yeah, case. Yeah. Really. So, uh, so, so the book got you into the politics and then they got, uh, what you were yeah, maybe I, I think it, maybe it started me thinking about uh, about having thinking more critically about 
what we accept as being normal, normal life, right? And I, I don't think that it's actually all that normal. You know what I mean? For us to be having to constantly pursue uh, money as opposed to actually being able to enjoy ourselves, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, and, and to what end, like, is, is, is all that. But, you know, I'm, we're not going to pretend that I'm some super anti-capitalist. Did you do any, uh, like, any volunteering with politics or whatever, or any relation to that? No, uh, I think it was during the, during the, during the sort of first year of the pandemic. And, um, I saw that there was a lot of protests uh, surrounding um, Israeli apartheid and uh, Palestine, okay. and that's when I decided, you know, instead of just uh, thinking deep thoughts and hiding in my basement, maybe I'll go and participate. And that's that's sort of how I started to meet other oh. other activists and uh, and actually really become involved beyond just. Um, you know, uh, just thinking about it, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's only recently that I've, uh, I've sort of tried to participate in in, in things. You know, well, they have so, one thing. One leads, one thing leads to another. For a book, to uh, so, um, uh, what made you decide finally put your name in to run for your award? Like, what, uh, what is the uh, what is the deciding factor for you? Uh, well, we'd been talking about it for a long time. The uh, um, I'm a part of a socialist action, and then uh, so we were trying to get something organized, and we thought about it. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, we talked about it for about a year, and then it became clear that nobody uh, in Mississauga was going to uh, participate. Um, you know, there was lots of interest from people in Toronto or to run for school board or councillor, uh, and uh, nobody was sort of stepping up in Mississauga. So. Yeah. Well, I guess I can give it a try. I mean, I had I had no idea what I was getting into, so uh, you know, it seemed like it was something I could afford, and you know, I didn't think I would get in, as involved in, with it as as I did. You know, uh, it's like the same process. Like in Metrado, we have to put like a uh, you got to put a, a deposit as as mayor. I pay uh, two hundred dollars for mayor, but you get a reverse for uh, ward. You get I think it's a hundred for a ward over over your Toronto. The same for you, Mississauga for a ward. That's the same. That's the same. And you get so, twenty. You got to get twenty five endorsements. Uh, that yeah, that's correct. Yeah, which yeah. wasn't so bad. I mean, so uh, yeah, for the most part, I I just people that I've met um, at uh, in my neighborhood and where I shop and and so on. Um, it, it wasn't that hard after after living here for you know fifteen years. Enough people recognize you that they don't feel like. Them giving your, them giving you your their home address. You know, they don't see you as a risk, right? Because they're, they're like, oh, he's at, he's at this grocery store like, you know, three times a week. I mean, I don't think he's, you know, uh, representing a risk. But if you if you can't convince people that you're trustworthy enough uh, to get those twenty five endorsements, then it's not likely you're going to do very well. Yes. How did you do in your uh, finals? Like, for uh, so five hundred and eighty eighty votes. So I narrowly missed third third place, uh, 
by 70, 71 votes, I think. And uh, was, was the uh, the, the uh, vote turnout low like Toronto? We didn't like go we read 20, 20% low vote turnout. I, I, I'm not sure what the total population of Ward 7 is, um, but the total number of votes was, well, it was less than 10,000. Um, uh, Topeka Damrell at one with just over 5,000 votes. Uh, second place was, I think, 1,500. And then there were seven candidates in my ward. And then oh, yeah. Amir, Amir Ali uh, was third with 670 votes. I got 580, and then and then there were uh, three others uh, behind me. So. Did you guys get a lot of uh, media media coverage in your side? Your side that none. There was no uh, nothing no later. Debates. There was no. Uh, there was nothing. Uh, nothing. Yeah. I missed. It was you. Yeah, over here, nothing. Trying to get. I call him for like when I started. I called him for months and uh, nothing. Even though all the other candidates words as well. A lot of them. He got picked out. A lot of them. Uh, I was trying to decide about. Don't. Uh, what's your name? Crombie went again. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. went again. Oh, and second place was was. Anti-vax freedom convoy, David oh, Shepard. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I know. Like really? Like it was a little disappointing, but I mean, it, it wasn't even remotely close. I think. Uh, did, did you get a lot of? How many? How many? Did you do a lot of debates for your award? Uh, no, there was there were there was only two um, town halls. That's and, it. Eh? And really, actually, they didn't afford. Uh, really, the, the well, out of the two, uh, the one that uh, was hosted by Acorn for uh, Ward 7 uh, gave myself and um, the other candidate that showed up uh, an opportunity to, to speak, right? Um, but uh, otherwise, I think it was it was Justice for Peel. They had a town hall, but nobody, none of the candidates were actually allowed to, to participate in any kind of meaningful way. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, they just, they wanted to, um, I'm not sure, they wanted to pitch their own election platform and they declined to let any of the candidates speak and uh, and refused to endorse any any candidates or anything like that so it was pretty underwhelming it's not like uh, toronto no, you know, uh, uh, yeah i guess the mayor race must have been pretty interesting and i'm sure i saw your photo in a, in, in a couple of sort of events yeah uh, so the, uh, the, yeah they also you get a lot of a lot of sur get surveys tons of surveys you know Right. Yeah. My funny, my funny is when I get these, you get these ones like questionnaires, like some people or or or, or entities. They'll say, "Can you ask like five questions in a hundred words or less for all five questions?" <laughs> and so, so I did. I did what I got. I got like I was like number the twentieth survey. I had the same kind of scenario. Please answer only only hundred less than hundred words. I have these eight questions. So I just put yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. They <laughs> <laughs> kept it at that. But then. Something like that. I mean, there was a, a website that sort of uh, tried to make a little profile of, of each of. Oh yeah, they had the, we get this, we had the TTC questionnaire and uh, and uh, I did uh, I got the Jill got top and I was second with another lady, uh, American, another fellow candidate. And the other reason I got number second because I didn't. They had a question and had also questions. The one question I didn't say yes to was the um, uh, do you support putting you know the bears in the subway the doors you know the uh, oh okay on yeah, the platform. Yeah, on that, but I said, I said no, but did they, did they give you any room to say why? So I said no, because I said, uh, like in, in Europe, like in Asia, they have the doors like wall, to, like wall to wall, like 
ceiling to ceiling to floor, like the doors open. So the subway stuff. Well, I thought that a lot better because even if you put these barriers or ramps, you're gonna get some people gonna challenge it, right? That's why I said no. I don't believe in putting the ramp. I would rather have the doors wall to wall or ceiling to floor, right? Like they had that. Right. You, were, you were actually opting for potentially a much safer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I said I did. Because I said I don't. Agree. I didn't support that little the little doors or whatever. I, so I got little one mark one mark less. So that was, that was okay. Yeah, they get these and surveys, and they get these. Uh, you get the library one. You get the TTC. You get a globe and make the globe one. Uh, the globe was kind of biased. The guys, I know the guy is. Uh, looks like a nice guy. I never met him personally, but he said, "Give you questions, but uh, all your uh, all he's going to answer." Got about ten minutes left. So, anyways, he answered them, and then he he, he wrote it out. All but there was only like none of it, none of it back then. But then he puts kind of his own personal comments, like this doesn't look like it's going to be realistic about something I said. I was really. <laughs> <laughs> Why put your personal comments there, buddy? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> so. Anyways, so most of the surveys and questionnaires, lots of phone calls. Uh, did you get people that email me and say that I'm you know, I'm here to save your campaign? I had a lot of those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly, the uh, those... I, got, I got a lot of. I got really. I've had a lot of good people. I actually, helped a lot of people out. They asked for things done in their area, like couldn't get done with their town surf. So I phone three hundred one. I went through the ropes, and they got a lot. We got like a lot of the war cannons, like particularly they. Well, I love they use a platform for people to help people. Like one uh, one lady, she'd help 50 people in an area with a certain area in a certain situation. And she got good results. And that's, that's, yeah, that's great. And I uh, I promoted food banks. I'm the only American that promoted, promoted food banks, uh, charities, uh, defended the candidates. I, I did a couple of videos to uh, uh, fund the candidates because I, I was looking for money. I'm good, you know. So, uh, But, you know, the media doesn't pick up any of this. It's not that I was doing photo ops, for myself. But uh, and then people came up and go like, "Oh, you promote the candidates?" Like, yeah. So why is that in media? I don't know. <laughs> it's not new. It's not notable, right? But uh, uh, yeah, it was really interesting in uh, in in Toronto, especially because yeah, you know, uh, there was a lot of news stories saying, "Oh, you know, this is going to be a very exciting uh, election. You know, so many incumbents are not running again. Look at all these, you know, you know who's going to and." Uh, and then and then they complained oh not a lot of people are running uh some people some of the seats are going to be acclaimed um but then for those people that were participating they gave they gave them no coverage whatsoever right oh, no nothing nothing uh, they they the media didn't didn't try and get us to participate in democracy they just There's complained still I went through every ward candidate platform and I read a lot of their personal stories. So, so many nice personal stories that could be asked for the media that for sure people like common people. Yeah, like one, uh, actually she got elected. She ran and uh, and she started a food bank in her ward and she also started the mother's group. That's something most, you know, for social services that some people don't know about. Another, another candidate uh, advocate for creating a uh, disability uh, center for people with wheelchairs and that wasn't covered. I mean, this is all, Personal stories that should be in in any media. That's everything. Like another uh, another lady, she did a uh, something for baby, something about uh, single mothers, baby. And she, that was, and she started that before she ran for election, and that wasn't covered. Like these are all personal stories that a lot a lot of the candidates this year, specifically these year, a lot of they're all personal, and they all had one thing was just helping the community. There was no really alternative. Maybe maybe one or two had alternative motives. They just wanted for the money, but the rest were all good. I mean, we I talked a lot out of the eighty four people that. Over 80 people ran. I met online and personally, like yourself, over 40 of them talked to you personally and got the stories and all and what they're all about. And they said, you know what? And there's a lot of frustration. They like they email me. They go like, you know, like I want to get the stuff across. 
I found Global Mail, I found Global, Global, I found uh, CTV, City TV, 24. You know, it's making laugh, but I don't know if you find it hypocritical. You ever see these, the, news, the news? If you got a news tip, phone it in. If you got something to say, phone it in. You know, right. it's, 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 it's instead of saying, phone it in. If we, if we like it, we'll we'll talk about it. If not, don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I had one. I had, I phoned about one one article. We had a controversy with one of the candidates. So I phoned them in about talking about them. Sorry, thanks for your interest. Brett. It's not really up, to, not up our storyline or whatever. That was a that was a twenty four channel, the city twenty four city. Sure. Yeah, because yeah, and then the bottom they said news tips, any any stuff for the media, anything going on in your community, let us know. We'll we'll promote it. So I phoned them up. I said we got an event going on. It said, sorry, we're not interested right now. I'm running for the mayor. It's like, oh, thanks. Good luck. Take care. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, five minutes left. But anyways, it was like that. It was like the whole election. It was all basically manipulated, covered. You know, a lot of the incumbents got their uh, promotion from the Toronto Star. I'm a. I've been. I've been reading the Toronto Star since I was a kid. When I was in the military, I used to get the Toronto Star over in the east, west coast. I used to go pick out all the weekends. The weekend paper. Back then, it was like six bucks as paperback. You know, so I'm a. I read it's all the star paper now, hey. It's so oh. so different. It's that's really. I don't know oh, it's a, yeah. It's like it's like the paper, like so. It's so thin, right? You know, yeah. one day it'll be like the open page will be the end. That'll be it, right? <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh, I tell you that Charles Star Star. A lot of people, think that. <laughs> but the uh, like Ottawa. I, I actually watched the Ottawa election. I watched all their debates, all their candidates got covered, and even Hamilton. You know, they all got and they had and they're all, all their signs up and motorly on and it was nice to see all that. And people are like, I have people overseas I know calling me and let me know, hey, where's your debates? What's going on with your election? How <laughs> 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 do you know about my debates? How do you know what's going on with my election? <laughs> it reached around the world because <laughs> you know Charles well know, but what locally wasn't getting anything. I had a guy from CNN call me. He says you want to do oh, a really? feature? Yeah, you want to do I know, I know some of the people like you want to do a feature? What do you want to do? Can we do a feature about the lack of coverage in your city about your election? Goes, ah. <laughs> I said, I'm going to get in trouble. I better do that. CNN calling, right? You know, the, the branch outside of Toronto. But I've uh, got uh, four minutes. Uh, next, we'll then talk in the uh, next half hour about your uh, job. You got to really, I love doing promoting jobs, and your job's pretty unique. We'll talk about that in the next one. But uh, as for you, so uh, are you gonna, I'm going to ask you, are you going to uh, continue with politics for yourself? Uh, yeah. I'm Mainly because uh, the big expenditures I had was some signs, and uh, I, I plan on keeping those for the next uh, four years so they can kind of get my money's worth out of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not going to throw them out, and I'm not going to keep them in my garage for no reason. So, uh, uh, no, but all jokes aside, I think uh, I'd like to try try again for, for city council. And, uh, oh, good. So, uh, I mean, I think I had, had a very threadbare uh campaign I think, it's uh, like an eye opener right and then did you find yourself yeah. now you're getting more openings and even even you're not running right now like right now i'm getting all these get all invites for different events going on you know and uh so like oh i met some i met some awesome people through through all this and oh, uh, yeah no and, yeah um and yeah I, I, the reality was that the amount of um ground pounding that i that i did um uh, you know, because I work 60, 60 hours a week. Uh, I right, you're, you had a full-time yeah, job. And you're yeah, full-time job the whole time. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not able uh, financially to 
take any time off. And obviously, I couldn't, can't very well uh, spend a ludicrous amount on my own uh, campaign. But uh, so I think it was my total expenses were 570 bucks or something like that. And yeah, uh, wow. <laughs> for, yeah roughly that. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I had, I think maybe four days that I dedicated to like two or three Saturdays and uh, a couple of days where just after work, I, I went here or there to just sort of talk to people in Ward 7. So I didn't really have a whole lot of time to, to devote to it. And, and I, I see, you know, for me, I think that I had a pretty good showing right, right in the middle of uh, uh, seven candidates. Um, and, you know, uh, I think I did, I did pretty well. I had a good showing for, for how much I was able to put in. So I, I take that as meaning that the platform that I was running on and the message I was trying to get across well, actually reached people very well and, and people were actually really into it. I mean, uh, if I distributed, say, uh, 2,000 flyers and got 600 votes, uh, I, you know, if, if one out of every four people that you talk to uh, agrees with your, your ideas, and, and it wasn't because of any other uh, advertising or, you know, some kind of brilliant social media presence or anything like that. Um, so it must have been those policy issues that attracted people to yeah, vote. Cool. Yeah, so you got people out there believing you, and you mean, that's the amount. Yeah. We got about, a, about a, one minute left coming up. So what happened was I'll uh, come back at, uh, take it half an hour. They'll come back in next session at 3 o'clock. Sounds and, good. Uh, and uh, yeah, before I get cut off here, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about your job, your next, because you got a unique job. I mean, do you think it's regular? I think it's unique what you're doing. I want people to know what you're doing. It. And I, when you showed me the pictures back then, I was like, what the heck is that? And then, uh, you show exactly what you're doing because you can't talk about about too much about the job. So I'm gonna get cut off in about one minute here. So I'll see you in a half an hour. And see we'll you soon. Yeah. If you want to throw anything else in the conversation, just throw it whatever you know. <laughs> just a few more impersonations. I got a couple of myself. I love. No, no. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I get I get in trouble. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Yeah. Cheers, yeah. See you soon. I'll talk to you in half an hour. <laughs> see y'all. Cut off here. Okay. Oh, cut there. Uh, Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Leaving me now. I'll talk to you in a bit.